Welcome back to Spirit First Legion East Sabotosh and today we talk a lot more or a little bit of basketball as your hero sounds as um was a pretty good game um all around I guess I guess all around. Yeah, it was a really good game, actually. Um, uh, the score, obviously, is, that's not how it was looking. It was pretty much came down to that because Celtic just pretty much had to uh, foul uh, the Warrior players. It looked like the Celtics were going to win it, to be honest. I mean, I was kind of getting a little a tiny bit of scared. Um, just because, well, not just because. I mean, they had the lead pretty much throughout the whole freaking game. Um, I forget if the lead got to more than 20 points. I, I don't think it ever got to 24. Uh, them Celtics. Uh, it's been a couple days, so I've like kind of like everything's over my head already. Um, as in like when or how big the lead was, but I'm pretty sure it was at was it 16, close 17. Uh, so that's the, that's a pretty big lead, but you know this is the modern NBA where even twenty to thirty you can come back from. It's not that easy. It's never that easy. I mean, the uh, Clippers did it a lot actually. This is, I think they might have came back from a twenty nine and a thirty. But uh, you might want to f- uh, fact check that because I'm not a hundred. It's been a while. I, I know it was against uh, Oklahoma City uh, Tunda. It was against the Tunda. Thunder. Um, that was the Clippers Thunders game. Uh, they did it like three or four times. They're the best team comeback comeback team of pretty sure the year. Um, I did say they would have a good chance to actually win the whole thing if they would have made it past the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, which they didn't. Uh, man, I, I really think they would have done some damage in the Western Conference if. They would have uh, made it, you know, with Ka- Kawhi was, they said he was going to come back. Paul George was, he was still somewhat dealing with an injury that I'm pretty sure, I'm not actually even sure on, like, if he ever got the surgery or not. Um, and then Powell, like, obviously, they, had a, they were dealing with a lot of injuries compared to uh, most NBA teams. But still, um, yeah, they just couldn't get in. Enough of them. It's not about them. Anyways, uh It's about the Celtics Warriors that came out to play uh, last, was it Friday? It was Friday, June 10th, ladies and gentlemen. And one person in, or one specific person came out to play. And that was one half of the Splash Brothers, Arjun, Stefan, Curry. Dell's boy, Stephen Curry. Um, I mean, Kid Splash also came out too and played himself a little ball, but there was times where he was inconsistent, as in uh, Jordan Poole. I mean, that's that's the name he said he liked. Uh, so I've been going with it. Kid Splash. I, it's a pretty cool name, actually. I mean, sounds like more of a, like a Yu-Gi-Oh card or something, Kid Splash. Um, he was 6 for 13 on the field with 46.2, which is... I, I, that's not terrible, but still, uh, where where it looks bad, I mean, you could pretty much see it right here. Let's see if we could highlight this move right there. Uh, two for seven, 
28.6. Not a great number, but uh, as Clay said, um, he made him when they count. I mean, he said that about himself. This is during the post-conference, uh, post-conference uh, post game, or whatever. Can't get the damn word out. Uh, the game's uh, post-conference, whatever. <laughs> I just can't get the damn word out. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Draymond Green was actually left out, like, a couple of different times. I think it was, like, there was a couple that I didn't even really realize it. But, yeah, Draymond was out, and uh, Stephen Curry, obviously, or he came in with the ankle issue. Um, Kevon Looney played pretty well uh, uh, rebounding-wise. You know, he did his job. That's what I always say, you know, these players is doing their job. You know, Jordan Poole is obviously coming off the bench. Um, he didn't win. I was about to say if he won this. It was uh, Ja Grizzly who won uh, uh, six man of the year, which he probably shouldn't have. It probably should have gotten to some other player. But the thing is, is, like me and a couple other people said that Ja, if anything, he deserved closer to most – more close – he's more – of like the MVP candidate, which he was, I think he was in the top 10 for MVP uh, votes and stuff. Uh, I never fully looked into that, but that you would think, cause there was a time in the season where they were saying he's really up there. But the big thing against that is uh, he was actually, uh, he, he missed a good amount of time, close to 20 games. I, maybe that's uh, too much, but I'm not sure on the exact number. Um, but Stephen Curry, 4 David, 26, ladies and gentlemen, 7, 14, 50, or point fifty, which is really good for, uh, I mean, man, some of the shots he was throwing up, man, they were just craziness, uh, especially that one where uh, it was a pick-and-roll situation, I think he had Horford, well, he had Tatum on him, and the switch happened, and Tatum went over the screen, and then... He it looked like a foul. it wasn't the like the worst foul or nothing, but it was a foul, you know. And Curry went down, and man, was Curry uh, getting at the ref? I I don't think I've ever to be honest, I don't remember seeing Curry that mad at the ref. He was still playing defense, like doing the or there was like switches and everything. He was still doing, it, and at the same time, he was like yelling and cussing at the ref. I was like, I wouldn't mind hearing what he's actually telling to the ref, but uh, um, I haven't. I don't know. I'm not sure if they do mic'd up and all that. I'm I'm pretty sure they I have her seen or heard some mic'd up, but the NFL is really good with the mic'd up. They released him and everything, and I just haven't seen him, so uh, I'm not sure on that situation. But I do want to hear what uh, he uh, had to say to the refs, because I heard that they uh, cuss out the refs pretty well in the NBA. Another player that came out, showed up, and showed out was Andrew. Wiggins, man, the former first round draft pick showed that he is not legitimately a bust. I mean, can you still consider him a bust? You know, the guy's in a final and he's about, he's really close to winning a championship or close to winning a championship. And without him, I mean, who would be in that position? And without him, I think the Celtics would actually be up 3 1 right now and probably be eliminated on Monday. So, um, I mean, can you call him a bust? I, I think people still will call him a bust, but I don't think so. I've never really – I mean, if a player has a couple of years or more than a couple of years in the NBA, obviously he's not a 
Ooh, gonna yawn. Obviously, he's not a number one option. Uh, if anything, he's more. I mean, his defense is up in that elite area, you know. Um, I mean, for God's sakes, 16 rebounds, two assists, one steal, and seven for seven for 17. That's not the greatest numbers, but that's still 41.2. That's still pretty good. Two for six. And every single one of those points counted towards, you know, them getting the deserve. Um, Clay actually started off really slow um, compared to the game where they actually lost. But like Clay said, man, it's all about the win. It's not really about the making the points when, you know, if you ain't, if you're, you know, if you're going to get 40 or some points and then lose, it's just like, what was the point of that whole performance and all that good, good stuff? Uh, but Old boy Stephen Curry dropping 43 was crazy. But then again, you know, that support from Andrew Wiggs was necessary. Uh, the majority of their players actually got a good amount. Compared to the Bostonians, they actually had a lot of players playing, you know, like coming off the bench. Gary actually had a decent amount of time. Even Bielitsa actually got into it again. But two players that I keep bringing up and say they feel like they deserve a little bit more time is Moses Moody because they've shown it and Jonathan Kaminga has shown it. Actually, during the regular season, Jonathan Kaminga was probably right behind Gary P and Jordan. I mean, the thing is, Warriors actually play a lot of players compared to most teams in the NBA. They even play a lot of their uh, bench players. But Kaminga at times looked like their best player off the bench. At times, obviously, it was Jordan Poole, but... At times, uh, Jonathan Kuminga looked like their actual best, but just the just the amount of or just the level of play he was playing with, as in like just how dominant and everything he was. It was, I mean, that's when we first started the playoffs. I'm like, he's gonna show us something, and he slowly hasn't. Like he did, and then he'd, he'd be on and off like a switch. Uh, well, let's talk a little about the Bostonians and predictions and that'll be it i'm actually running this way longer than i should have but uh whatever jt started off hot ended up not uh al horford uh not too gray but still he was doing his joe j-o-b uh with eight points four assists six rebounds still pretty decent but one player that was somewhat offish was jay breezy even though he actually did get his 21 marcus smart Got close to the uh, 20 mark as well. And that, well, during the live, I, I did a halftime live on uh, TikTok. And I said that if they can all get their numbers, I mean, they're probably going to win. And the thing is, this is a really close game. Anybody could have taken it. And it, that's how it was looking like, you know. And the majority of the game, to be honest, most of us would have probably bet during the game that the Boston Celtics were going to win. And then was it third, the third or fourth where they just went on like a 7-0 run as in the Warriors. And they just, it just looked ugly after. And the Celtics just couldn't get the, just couldn't get the, get it going. The point, like as in points. Uh, during the press conferences and stuff and, uh, Marcus Smart was saying players weren't really, like, moving around and stuff. Well, I, I didn't really notice that much of it, but I guess – um, well, Marcus Smart was pretty much saying the players weren't, like – he was trying to get plays going, but players weren't really – like, they were just standing around and stuff, almost in an ISO situation, which he wasn't too happy about. I think Oduku Adoka uh, also brought that up. Uh, uh, Derek White still – 
doing pretty well out there. Um, but other than that, the bench didn't really do much other than uh, old boy Derek White. And I don't remember anybody else on the bench from uh, them Bostonians getting any points. I mean, what, they had 10 from Peyton Pritchard, Grant Dibbs with 12-32. Derek White, big no, I didn't realize how much he actually played. 35 whole minutes. That's a lot for a bench player. That's craziness. I didn't. I bit. I don't know how he got 35 with everybody else getting pretty big numbers. I guess. I mean, he, the thing is, he was in the majority of obviously with 35 minutes. Uh, you know, you only got 48. But still, I didn't realize how many freaking minutes he played. But I mean, he deserves those minutes. To be honest, he's a baller out there. You know, when he's he's doing some crazy ass shit a lot of the times. Just a matter. Some of the Point points he gets it's like wild points. I don't know what he does, like the dribbling, and it just uh, he's a really underrated player, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but other than that, uh, Robert Williams came out to play, obviously, shot blockings on a whole different level. How many did he get? It was two, it seemed like it was more than two, but I guess some of those were just maybe foul situations or whatever. But man, uh, He's playing this well. Well, I mean, obviously he could play much better, but he's dealing with a knee issue. That I mean, playing through this right now is obviously going to mess with his career in the future. Which, in a way, you're like you think. You know, I think they brought it up during a press conference, like, uh, why would you even play through this and everything? And then I think it was Mark Smart who told him, like, you might never get this chance again. You might not. You know, this damn NBA where. Uh, once, you know, you could be in the playoffs and the next year you're, you could be in the finals and next year you probably won't even make the playoffs. Uh, it's just NBA, right? You won't, that's just how pro sports are, you know? Uh, everybody's trying to be the best. Everybody trying to be the best around. But yeah, let's get some prediction. I feel like I didn't talk too much about the Celtics anyways to say, I mean, I pretty much just talked about the winner, the majority of the day, um... But two more predictions, two more years, as they say. Who do I got winning? We are going to chase Santa, then back to, um, where is it, Chase Center, then TD Garden? Yes, uh, Chase, then TD, and then T, where is it, Chase again? Oh, yeah, they got the home field advantage, home court advantage again, ladies and gentlemen. So, the Bostonians, they could actually, I mean, all they have to do is win tomorrow if they want home court advantage. And then, you know, obviously, obviously it's too, too late. All they have to do is win when they get home court and they get the trophy, if they can do that. Which, uh, I don't see happening and I have it this whole playoff, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Let's get back into what the predictions hold from me. Celtics versus Warriors um, at Chase Center tomorrow, um, 8 p.m. What do I see happening here? Well, somebody told me that they, they had, um, as in Khaled, he said that he, he thinks the Warriors are going to win today then Celtics, and then Warriors win it at home. 
but me, me all season different. I've been saying that one wins the other, loses the other wins, and all this other good stuff. So I'm going to say the Bostonians actually get the dub tomorrow. Then the Warriors run it back. And somehow, some way, find a way to get the dub. And then it's thawed 3-3. And then we get Game 7. And that, you will have to wait another video for, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, prediction Well, I pretty much said everything that I needed to say. And I mean, there's not really, I mean, obviously there is injuries, but they're like injuries where players are going to play with, play on that, you know, as in the Steph ankle, that's really serious shoulder by Jason Tatum, which during the beginning of every game, it looks like he's really bothered. He's like, hold on to it. And then as the game goes on, he just pretty much like, brick it. let's play this basketball. Uh, then the Robert William knee, uh, am I missing a player's injury? I don't think so. Obviously there's a lot of players are probably dealing with certain situations that are not public and maybe they don't want them to be public because you don't want certain things to be public because they can attack you or they can attack, uh, this, the certain player, like say if Al Horford has a certain, certain issue or injury or something, they're probably going to go attack him. But since it's not public and not known, um, like, during a press conference, somebody brought up, like, some of these guys, they asked some, like, questions, which, which obviously the players, like, are going to play dumb, which I think it was Curry. They were talking about, like, strategies and all this other stuff. And Curry brought up, like, you know, I'm not going to just bring up all this stuff, you know, just so the other team, you know, because the other team, obviously, scouts and stuff probably listening to certain things. And um, so, yeah. That's probably going that is going to be it for today. Sabotage out. Follow, subscribe, and do all the other good stuff. And uh another one will be on the way before the Sunday matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Sabotage out.